Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Everyone, I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Ooh, you know, someone asked, how is it so far? And it was like halfway through. I'm like, uh, I mean, it's okay. It's a lot of filler scenes. It's not like the great episode I thought it was hyped to be. And turns out I was wrong. You got to wait for the second half, people. Yeah. Explosive. So, you guys, we did our social updates on Tuesday's podcast, so we could cut right into tonight's episode. Um, Also want to remind you guys, if you're not in Patreon, go join Patreon. Holly and I are going to do a special episode this week, um, later in the week, early weekend. We want to give you guys time to post your questions, your games, your who would you rathers. We posted in Patreon, ask us anything give us scenarios, give us, like, ask us for dirty details, personal details. I don't know, who would you rather, or Mary Shade Kill, whatever. Um, and we've got a lot of feedback, so we are going to have a juicy podcast. So if you'd like to hear that or participate and have your question read, go join Patreon, check it out. You just go to patreon.com slash Party. If you have any trouble finding it, I know Patreon can be a little confusing at first, so you are not alone. It happens to everyone, including ourselves. So <laughs> it does. Just, just ask us. You can DM us at Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, or if you're not on Instagram, you can email us at VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com or ask us in the Facebook group. Uh, but go check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, there's bonus content and episodes in there. We've put out several this month so far. Um, this week, I covered Summer House in New Jersey. And then we'll top off the week with our special podcast. So there's that. Yes. The only other thing I wanted to mention that has come up between Tuesday's podcast and tonight is go take a listen to Kristen Doty's podcast. She has Brittany on, but she also has Jared on, Jared Lips, their makeup artist. And we touched on this on Tuesday, how Jared had restoried our story about Sandoval and Howie, his little radiation joke, right? It didn't land well for me. It didn't land well for Jared, who has just spent the last several years going through the treatments Sandoval like used in joke form. So Jared was very spirited about it in his restory of our story, rightfully so. Well, I guess Sandoval ended up texting Jared about it. Obviously, it, it made its way through the whatever that Sandoval saw it. Sandoval texted Jared. Jared reads his text word for word on Kristen's podcast. Um, I mean, go hear it for yourself, but it left Jared like, oh, okay, I'm going to immediately block him. He felt gaslit, manipulated, like, again, no accountability, no apologies. He, he actually goes to say, he said, if he had just said, you know what, dude, I messed up. I'm really sorry. That's not how I meant it. I would never do that to you. I'm sorry. But instead he goes into justification mode, like, dude, I was there for you, was I not? And that's not what I meant. And then he starts talking about, like, space and 
whatever planets and radiation, but just not what Jared was willing to hear a apology, hear an apology, but he did not get that, so he blocked Sandoval, and I don't know it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, so. I I don't understand why people double down like that. Like in the, I would be interested in like what. Like a a lot of celebrities that I follow have done that where it's like all you would have to do is just say I messed up or I I didn't mean for you to take it that way. And I do have to say because I've experienced this with podcasting where someone's upset with something that I say and I didn't mean it a certain way. And usually if I say if I, you know, either apologize for it or say, oh, my gosh, I didn't see it from that point of view. Like usually the person disengages very quickly and it like comes to a complete halt. There are other times where I've done that and the person does not take it that way and like still continues to be very hostile and upset. So I I don't know. I just... I would oh, 100%. Just... It happens to us, too. Like, we'll take, we, you know, we take your criticism. It's constructive. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I haven't heard that or I haven't heard that before. But let me take a listen and I'll try to pay attention and prove that. So that's useful. It just makes us all better. But, you know, Sandoval consistently takes this route of deflecting and justifying. Like with the Ariana stuff, had he just come out and owned it, but instead... You know, not only his first statement, it was about his business, not about Ariana. His first podcast, well, but, you know, she did this and she said that and she threatened. It was like, again, just gaslighting, deflecting. Yeah. Just say sorry and you know what? We'll all shut up. If you're humble and have humility and are truly, you know, we'll all, this will all fade away much more quickly. You keep fueling the fire. Yeah. And he certainly fueled Jared's fire because Jared had not blocked him at that point, but now he's blocked. So Yikes. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the episode or is there anything else that I've missed? No, let's do it. Let's do it. So Katie has a hangover. They all have hangovers. Allie has one. James has one. But anyway, so Lala comes over to Katie's and they kind of recap last night and Lala's talking about Katie and Satchel making out. And she's like, you like, it's we're like a big mop. And I'm like, I don't, that's, I don't know if that's the way you should say it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like sexy to me. <laughs> yeah. Like Satchel, poor Satchel already had to like undergo the Vanderpump dogs comparison. And, and then he got it again. Oh, on, on, on watch what happens live. I was like, Oh my God. Why are, why? And then what, who, who, when, what world are we in when James Kennedy is like the tasteful moral compass when he's like, oh, that's not nice. That's not nice. And it's like, well, thank you, James. This is like, now we're looking to you as our leader. Like, this is yeah. New. Speaking of Vanderpump Dogs, they, because I heard, oh, it was Peter. Um, he's like, yeah, they're uh, having their gala on uh, May 18th. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be in LA on May 19th. But I'm like, no. So anyways, I went to their site because I'm like, I've heard nothing of this gala. Remember we used to hear about it? And yes. Goodbye tickets and you and I were going to go. We're going to get our ball guns out. So I'm like, how have I not heard about any of this? So I go to their website. I can't find it anywhere. There's no promos, news releases, nothing. Newsletter. So I like have to go under like 95 tabs and find events. And there it is. 
And like, you can't get any information on how to buy a ticket. If you, like it says, how to attend, how to sponsor, how to get a free gift in there, how to blah, 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 blah. And you click on any of these tabs and it's just like an info form, like submit your question. Like you guys are not the greatest at like promotion here. Like, don't you want to be selling tickets to this thing? Selling tables? I don't know. I mean, isn't it a charity? Like, isn't that what you want to do is like drum up not only like word of mouth to support that charity, but also to like, that's probably a great fundraiser like for the year, like to have as many people come as possible. I mean, maybe they do need John Blizzard back. Maybe he didn't do such a terrible job after yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, we kind of had some feedback like that about Dog Day too. Yeah. Although you did say it was better once Pandy planned it. It was better. It w- maybe she's distracted right now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, she's the one doing it because that's who Peter heard about it from was Pandy oh, and Jason. Oh, okay. So she's in charge. But, you know, she's got – she's juggling a lot. She's yeah. handling their lines and a baby. She's that Anjali woman. She's bringing home the bacon and frying it up in a pan. All right. Yes. So – Lala told her, um, oh, on Lala's podcast, she told the story of there was more, like, never seen before footage than what happened when Raquel came to the club. Mm-hmm. She's like, actually, what happened? She goes, I had just requested for my birthday 50 Cent into club. And so they just were about to play it when Raquel showed up. And she's like, uh-uh, you sit over there. This is my song. I'm going to dance to this. This is my birthday. You can sit over there and I'll come for you when I'm done. So I guess they all were like dancing and getting down to Indy Club. And um, Raquel just sat in like a corner booth by herself and waited. That's a power move. Yeah. Um, So they didn't show that because they couldn't pay the rights to have 50 Cent on the show. That's the, you know the song, but a little behind the scenes trivia. So we have Raquel and Sandoval alone. Is that weird at the Abbey? Um, Katie and Lala are talking. They're like, I don't know. Is that weird? And they're like, Well, Raquel said herself she can't trust herself when she's drinking. And Katie's like, Well, well, I've known Sandoval for twelve years and never was out alone together at one a.m. I'm like, because well, your best friends with Stassi and you don't go out and you're home by 8 p.m. Although I think Katie does hit it now. Katie's flying free without Stassi. She's living her best life. Yeah. But too bad they didn't match these stories because they're starting to suspect if they, you know, combined it with Allie's story. Too bad Katie wasn't talking to Brittany at the time. I mean, although Brittany could have told Lala. You know, Brittany's story of picking up Raquel and Sandoval was there. It was, like, weird. Like, if they all talked, could have figured this out. Yeah, it's strange. If all of them could have talked, they could have figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone from Ken to Lisa to every single cast member. God, the preview. I'm sorry. If Ken Todd is suspicious, where the... are, Are you guys all that good of liars or are you all that dumb living under a rock Ken Todd is the one that's like raising red flags really yeah that, that says a lot it really it honestly does 
I mean, I kind of believe James, though, tonight and watch what happens live because he was so specific. He's like, and then I called this person and this person. And Andy was like, tell me more about this phone train. I mean, what did you think of that? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I, I just, I, I, it just, it couldn't be more clear that this was storylined. I, I, I don't understand. Like, even if you don't want to talk about this, like, don't you talk to your coworkers about what you just filmed? And wouldn't you say to your coworker, it was really weird. The producers had me say that I had a feeling that Raquel is into somebody else. They wanted me to say that. I don't know why. Like, what? Uh, huh. Weird. Weird puzzle piece. I don't know what's going on this season, but, hmm. Well, Schwartz knew that he he laid that out there on purpose, just like he did on the red carpet in that moment of, I don't know, Tom, hasn't, ha- haven't we already done that? And then Tom's like giving him laser beam dart yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you mean the, the la la thing? It's like, Tom, because he gets nervous and he over talks. Yes. So I think Schwartz was doing that on purpose. Oh, not on purpose, but because he's a overshare, as we've learned. Yes. <laughs> Many, many, many times. Uh, Schwartz knew, and so he was throwing it out there to be, like, coy. But, I mean, even when producer Jerry asks in the uh, confessional, Sandoval, Sandoval is literally glowing, and he's smiling from ear to ear. He's basically Tom Cruise jumping on the couch at this time when producers Jerry, are you sh- so nothing's happened with you and Raquel? He's like, no, dude, no. He's so excited. Yeah. And he's like, so that's your lying tick. Schwartz's lying tick is when he covers his mouth and puts his fingers in his mouth, as Lala said, spot on, by the way. That was amazing, yes. I mean, they all have their tells. You yeah, know? yes. You don't need to read a book on how to tell someone's lying tell or tick. It's like, it's very evident. We know these people like family. Like, you could see it in Sandoval's lit up fucking face in that confessional. Yeah, I'm also like a little suspicious of Sheena too. Just that like from the jump she's played like that she's like wearing a superhero cape for Raquel. She's going to protect her. She's going to make sure that she, you know, that she's not this underdog. Like she's taking under under her wing. And then when all this came out, then she's like, "I I got bamboozled. I I trust too much, I guess." I don't know. It's just like a little. Well, and and not always. And Lala and Lala's piggybacking on that and being like, "Yeah, she she really. You're gonna have a rough season this season. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it seems a little put on to me. No, I I give it to you because like if we go back to the Shay season, season five, um, him under the coat, all the signs, and everyone saw the signs of Shay. Lisa confronts her and Sheena's like, nope, nope, everything's fine. Everything. She sweeps everything under the carpet. She's in pure denial. But she knew, and she later said she knew, but she didn't want to discuss it. She didn't want to air it out. She didn't want people to know. So she's good at ignoring things or, or staying in her bubble of denial where, you know, I'm not saying she outright knew and lied. I don't think that. But I think she conveniently stays in her tunnel vision because it's e- an easier place to live. And she did that with Shay. And, I, you know, deep down, she subconsciously knew or knew and just didn't want to go there. I'll give I you that. Know. I'll give you that. That's true. She's just, it's a, it's a, it's a 
way of coping for her. Uh huh. So. And, and people have brought up too that she knew about like the Tom and Ariana thing with, um, when they hooked up with the Kristen thing and she didn't say anything about that either. Right. So it's, it's a pattern. Yeah. And if you look at that, I mean, she was very good friends with Kristen. I know on the show they like, Oh, it's the witches we go against Sheena. But like they admittedly said prior to like filming Kristen and Sheena have been close. They still talk about it. They've always been good friends even though the show hasn't always portrayed that they've always like had that like kind of family friendship type of thing. Kristen was just talking about her and Sheena's family on her podcast today saying how far back they go and you just know your people and you know your tribe. So a lot of their conflict on the show, I think was just like showism, you know? Mm -hmm. So for Sheena to know that and she's close with Ariana, but she's also close with Kristen to like not tell Chris like how do you tell one friend and not the other you know what I mean like if I don't know you and Julia how, how would I choose which one of you do I lie to mm-hmm. you know it's like uh, that's an icky place to live yeah I don't know well shall we move over to the food truck yes the Toms are trying to be all cute and coy. My name's Tom, too. Oh, it's a food truck, Bubba. Schwartz goes into, yeah, I'm just, I, I mean, Raquel's beautiful, but I'm just, I'm not attracted to her at all. And Sandoval's like, really? Like, how is that possible? He's, he's like, like yeah. he's like, you don't have to be. You, it's, you don't have to be. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I kind of get the feeling she's she's into someone else and yeah like tell me more tell me more tell me more by the way speaking of musicals whatever this is I don't know if it's a musical but congrats to Ronnie Ray for landing the role of Sally Brown yeah Ronnie's doing you're a good man Charlie Brown and yeah it's a musical and she got the role of Sally Brown I'm like so excited for her she's so thrilled it's awesome awesome totally fun yeah she just found out today it was and and then um like where i'm reading like the the final cast list or whatever and then on, on the bottom it's all ensemble daisy like she they put daisy in it too i'm like oh my god so daisy oh. daisy might be like a little woodstock or something <laughs> <laughs> cute that'll be cute um, right, okay so-, so my my other biggest problem with this scene to me this just screamed I don't know if I should give producer Jerry credit for this scene or if there's like another, you know, someone with like a brief flair that's editing because I 100% noticed like how beautifully put together this scene was. They're at the food truck. They're like, maybe we should have done this as a business, which is funny because they haven't even opened their own business and they're Mm -hmm. like still having a pipe dream of something that could work. But then right as Schwartz says... Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe Raquel's into someone else and there's like this awkward pause and then the food truck person goes, Tom? Like, right, like, it's just, and then like Sandoval goes to get his food. It was just like, the timing was crazy. Like, they're like, ding, 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 Sandoval. That's who she's into. Yeah. It was, I mean, obviously we saw this scene 
last week when they like released it a little bit early. So I guess my like original shock was like I was a little numb to it this time, but still I was just like, oh my god, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I um someone in our Facebook group um called like this everything surrounding this you know with how much they're pointing to it before the edited scenes and all of that stuff it's fishy there's no other word for it like it's something is fishy and i think like that's not saying it's fake it's this it's that it's but we all see it like i don't think anyone can deny that this is incredibly fishy yeah i i stand by production new or had very very strong suspicions you know, the cast, as we've already discussed, but production, I'm not willing to, to let that go. I don't care how much Sandoval lies to Jerry. There's a reason Jerry asked the question. Yeah, there, there's a reason they're framing it this way. It's the topic at every single event in this episode, and like, and we're not hiding it. And we're, but we're supposed to not know, like, they're supposed to not know. We're supposed to not know as we're watching but we all know, and so, we know they know. So it's like where it's like this crazy line that I guess it's working because we all have to just go along with it because they're denying it. We have no proof. So this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> so think about this. How mad Jerry might be that this came out because think about he or someone in the crew, some of the crew, knew and they spent their all their time and editing framing it this way so that season 11 it comes out and jerry looks like the mastermind they're like he's like see i dropped y'all easter eggs we built up to this moment not expecting ariana to find sandoval's phone you know what i mean like that was that kind of screwed up his plan like he could have built built this beautiful suspenseful but underlying laying suspicion, but not really validated suspicions, just rumor mill suspicions. Everyone thinks Sandoval's a great guy, so we're none of us are going to believe it, right? We're like, no, he would never do that to Ariana. But Jerry knows, and so he's so excited he's got this thing, and he's building it and framing it and building it, and there's going to be a cliffhanger. So we all have to come back for season 11, except for all of that was wiped away on March 1st. And lucky for him, it blew up even better than they could have even imagined, except for now the the problem is is all of these episodes that we're watching yeah. where we're pointing at them going, this is fishy, something's not right here, and they have to keep up the, you know, the facade at least until the reunion, until we can piece more things together and have kind of like a closure to this. But also they don't want closure because, yeah, it can continue into other things. I mean, again, I I really think it was the perfect storm, and they completely lucked out. Yeah, I think he lucked out because, honestly, if if that was his plan to create some kind of cliffhanger or, like, did they or didn't they, everyone would have thought, this is so manufactured, so fake, so staged. They're doing this to try and get a season 11, whereas the way it happened organically, we are forced to believe it. But they also made very strategic moves to ensure that the story is very tight. For instance, when the trailer came out and someone was like, are Tom and, Aria, are, are Tom and Ariana in an open relationship? And she's like, absolutely not. No, I'm not that cool or whatever she said. Like, they, they've really rebutted everything. Like, when suspicion has been 
brought upon them, they deny it very quickly. So yeah. I don't know. Well, that's why I think they knew, and I think they were framing it. I think they were just biding their time and trying to plan a strategy and a build up like a a normal show cliffhanger. Yeah. You know? But I think that like I think the cast had to be in on that, otherwise you can't do this. And to say that like they're not capable of that, like that's been the biggest argument is like, do you think that we're all capable of keeping up this, you know, this lie? It's like I hope so for your job. Like, I hope that you can, like, some things should be sacred in a show and you should be able to, like, let it ride out until it happens. I don't think it's too far-fetched. Yeah. I Yeah, but they're all loose slippers and they all tell a best friend. And I was listening to someone today and I was, I was laughing because it might have been the Kristen thing or something. There's certain people that are going to know things, but everyone's going to maybe tell their best friend who they trust. And that best friend's going to tell. That's what we get people telling us. Do you not believe us now? We showed you the proof, blah, blah, blah. Like there's leaks. There's leaks. They, some people get paid for it. Some people just like knowing that they leaked it. I don't know, but I was listening to someone and they're like, well, gosh, who was, I can't remember. Names don't matter. But I was laughing because this person, I'm like, okay, well, you legitimately can ask. And they were saying, yeah, um, all these uh, sites, bloggers or Instagram sites or podcasters are like hitting Ariana, hitting Sheena. And they're all saying, and I have heard this too. They're all like, well, you know, we're close or I know them or I'm friends with them or they'll tell me or we have friends on the inside and everyone's blowing everyone up thinking that they have the special in. They have a special relationship. And it's like, are y'all delusional? Do you think I'm not denying that you are friends or you have a special relationship, but do you think they're going to tell you this? This is your job to expose this stuff. Why on earth? I don't care how fucking close you are. Why would they tell you this? That could they, they have a Sheena Lala told us right at the Shopify thing, the contract now has like this triple fee fine that they get for any kind of leak, right? They're like hugely exposed for lawsuits and liability. They're not telling you guys anything. So why are you hitting all of these people up during this, this crazy scandal period of time, right? Some of, some of you guys have said, why don't you reach out and ask Ariana to come on your podcast? I'm like, do you honestly think like she can't say anything? They they put a whatever um, mute on Lala and Sheena after they podcasted. They can't even say anything. You think they're gonna be able to say anything to us? No. So I don't know why people are blowing them up in, in their time of like our phones are being blown up. I can only imagine what their phones are like. Like why would they tell you these things? You know, it just it blows my mind. Like look. Give them a break. Give them some peace because I'm sure they need it. Yeah. I'm sure they need one less text message and one less request. And you'll get what you get when people can share. You know, I don't care. I, I think it's a lot of bravery too. Like, well, I know them though. And it's like everybody fucking does. You know what? Okay, cool. Yay. You want some applause? Here you go. Tiny little violin. You know them. Yay. You're special. Yeah. But like, you're not going to get information from any of them because they could be sued. They can't even share it themselves, let alone or with each other. So I don't know. So for that reason, 
yes, I agree with you that they could hold it together and be very tight because their contracts are so much more intense right now. But at the same time, I don't believe that like, I don't know. I don't think Ariana could hold everything in for a year and not tell Logan or not tell Sheena or not tell, you know, someone super, super close. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyways, so. Okay, where are we? Sandoval tells Schwartz that Ariana's just so dismissive and it hurts his feelings. I'm like, dude, you don't have any, so that's impossible. But, and you know, and it's like, she thinks she's dumb and annoying. And it's like, so now you're going to blame Ariana for the truth because you are dumb and annoying, okay? Don't blame the truth. <laughs> blame yourself for being dumb and annoying. No, I'm just kidding. But he's like, you know, I do so much. I make I make her dumpling lattes every morning. And Schwartz is like, oh, you do? He's like, well, does she reciprocate? He's like, No. Yeah, and it's like, do we really want to hear Schwartz weigh in on this and, like, feel bad about this? Like, do you think he ever did anything for Katie? <laughs> do you think he, like, juiced a pineapple for Katie in the morning? Well, he dumped a bunch of candy all over the floor for her. What are you talking about? You're right. You're right. What the hell am <laughs> I thinking? so romantic. And then they didn't, and then he didn't effort either. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then he's, like, putting it on Ariana. Ariana's been very clear not wanting kids if anything she'd compromise by that's why she got her she froze her eggs she considered a compromise of like okay well here are my eggs maybe we could use a surrogate she's entertaining the possibilities but she also said after she froze her eggs that she's like well i figured why not i have them and there's a lot of people that a can't have children that want to that could benefit from my eggs or she has a lot of um gay friends that don't have eggs right that she would donate them to but then sandoval's they're like oh ariana's on me to fertilize your eggs and it's like i don't think ariana's that desperate to have a baby with you she's been quite clear about that i get the viability goes up but if you're going to donate them to like your gay friend wouldn't he want to fertilize them you know what i mean like i think you could freeze them for a while like i mean i thought this was this scene and I know this is, like, a super sensitive topic. Like, I get it. I've been through IVF. But I feel like it is a big deal to ask for him to fertilize those eggs because that makes him the father of the egg. You know what I – like, it's it's a, a bigger <sighs> decision than – Yes. Than you, like, like, it deserves more of a conversation, which I'm sure they had. But he, the way he's downplaying it just felt so, like, when he was like, I'm here to get my jizz checked. I was like. Oh, so just, immediately uh, Schwartz had, he's like, dude, that's not respectful. That's not cool. And you know when it's, Schwartz is saying that? Like, yes, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's just making light of it so much. And I'm like, you're making light of, first of all, being a parent like, whatever. He's like, I might as well just do it. Like, why not? You never know. And it's like, okay, you shouldn't go into, like, parenthood that way. And also, the problem is, once you fertilize them, their embryos, she's screwed. No matter what she wants to do with her eggs now, he has to sign off on because he's 50% owner of those embryos. That's what I mean. Like, it complicates it so much and it, like, should not be entered into lightly 
or just like I don't uh, well it's you know it makes them more viable like um like let's look at if she wanted to give them to Jared for example but now Jared's pissed off at Sandoval and she he's blocked Sandoval so let's say that was the plan well now Sandoval's going to be like I'm not going to give him my okay to for Jared um because he doesn't like me so f Jared so Ariana now relinquishes all control over her eggs if they're all fertilized by Sandoval. So that's a terrible move. Unless you're sure you want to have kids with him at some point, he shouldn't fertilize them. She should keep them open. Yeah. Cause that can you imagine the lawsuits? Like she has no choice on our future of, you know, where the eggs go, future daddies or future couple. Well, and, or- and if it did like really happen and everything that just happened now, like, that sounds like a nightmare to have a little Sandoval. You know what I mean? Like, she has stated that, like, she's done with him. She's disgusted. Like, so you wouldn't want to – it's like a a horrible case scenario where, like, you've been in, like, a horrible relationship with your partner and then you have the kid. You're, you know, now you're with that person for 18 years. The kid reminds you of that person. Like, it's just, like, extremely complicated and, like, yeah. it's just everything. I don't know. It's messy. It is. Well, I am very, very thankful that he cannot give up alcohol, drugs, or tight clothing enough to up his sperm count from 6% to whatever should be, it should be. Because now she doesn't have to deal with that choice or legal battle. And also now we don't have little Sandoval sperm running around in the world. You know? Yeah. Maybe Brian Sandoval's fine. I, I'm going to assume he's fine because we've never seen him on the show up until this season. So I'm going to say he's probably uh, the opposite of Sandoval and therefore probably like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like that the family didn't want to meet Raquel at Christmas time. There's some respect there. Yeah. All right. So then we go over to Allie and James. James is going to make a PBJ because he's Tommy is quite hungry. And she's doing her astrology work. And he's like, what is it? Is Peter in your Uranus? <laughs> she's like, James, I've told you that's not how it works. I've told you this a million times. I mean, I fucking love Allie. I know. She I- like puts him in his place and he doesn't come back. Like, he just, he listens, and it's like, he actually, I think, takes in what she says. Yeah. He, he, like, after he gets, like, kind of, like, scolded, then, yeah, he kind of, he falls in line a little bit. It's, it's very interesting to watch. He used, he used to kind of do that with Raquel, though, too. Like, Raquel would get annoyed, and he'd be like, what? Like, so, it's like, it's like a little, like, mommy syndrome thing I think he has going on. Yeah, and her cards, like, and your cards say you're very into PDA, which, well, we know that's true. Yes, when he, like, ate a burger out of her mouth. (laughs) And he pets her hair like she's a pony. Yes. (laughs) All the time. My pretty pony. Oh, he's funny. But he's funny making fun of Raquel. He's like, I'm sorry, it's not that hard. You just Google the guy. I didn't spell his name right. And I, I can see in 10 seconds he's married good point Raquel yeah he's all Raquel the influencer that was hilarious Lisa who is so why does she always defend the man 
in the wrong. I screamed at my TV during that part. I was like, you have got to be... Like, I guess I appreciated that she kind of stood up for Raquel because it it seemed, like, very set up. Because they asked, like, a trillion times, are you separated? Are you separated? Each character asked, are you separated? And then they're like, you know, Raquel's a hoe because she kissed him. He's not separated. So it was like, but once again, that wasn't the vibe that I, Lisa wasn't defending Raquel. She was defending Oliver. Oliver. And, and that's where it was like, uh, it's like she defended Jax and made, put it all on faith. Like, like is, is his wife going to like text mean things to Lisa right now? Because that's what, you know, she was upset that everyone was she like, should. yeah, she should. I'd like to see that. I mean, did they not tell her, listen, we talked to Samantha ourselves. Well, maybe they didn't. I guess that was Raquel and Sheena. But I mean, it's just classic Lisa. It is. Okay. Finishing up at James. And so, um, James, so Allie tells James, you know, obviously about the Abby stuff and, James thinks that Katie may be alluding that Tom and Ariana have an open relationship because Allie's like, I don't know, it's something like they have no rules or something. And he's like, well, maybe they have an open relationship. I mean, look, let's look at the thing. You know, the Lala thing happened, which which is true, which one could say, well, hmm, you know, that that is a thing. I mean, because remember how fearful Lala was for Randall to find out about that? Yes. I guess for Randall, that's considered cheating. For Sandoval, that was not considered cheating. Maybe because he was there in the car. I don't know. If they weren't, if he wasn't there, would it be cheating? It's it's very gray areas here. Yeah. But also, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and also, like, speaking of knowing someone, um, I feel like these rumors have been, you know, out there about Tom and Ariana and from being at events with them and seeing them, it's not a, like, I'm not saying that in like a bad way, they have such a openness, like with their friends, like their friend group is so tight and they're all so like happy and loving with each other that that's, that's kind of what it is more than anything where you're just like, wow, like that's a fun group of friends. Like they always hang out. They're always together. They're always laughing off in their own little separate groups. Like you could say, you could make that judgment just by watching them, you know, like, and and I'm not saying it in like a bad way at all. Like they're just very like friendly. Yeah. And, and Tom and Ariana have always been the couple, much like most of my friend couples, they're not glued to some their partner's side. Right. When they're at a party, they're separate and they're hanging out with different people because they're comfortable and confident. Like, well, this, yeah, I live with this person. We're at a party. Let's talk to other people. Totally. You know, where sometimes people are like clingy right by one another's. You know, I would say Sheena's probably social, but she's much more right by Brock's side. Right. Than Tom and Ariana are or... You know, Christian is probably closer to like her man's side or, you know, Brittany is versus, I don't know, yeah. other characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, there's just some couples are like that and there's no right or wrong or good or bad, but it doesn't help them as far as the rumors. Well, yeah. Go. And, and I feel like some couples, like they enjoy going out together. Like that's where 
that's what they love to do is like they want to maybe talk to each other more like just like you said but um tom and ariana are both extremely social people like among their group and yeah like they are totally fine with flying to a different area and hanging out and that that's what i've personally witnessed yeah so i kind of agree with james and ellie like I, i don't think ellie needs to tell ariana she doesn't want to start shit which she you know is very there's no receipts there's no proof right but james suggests why don't you tell sheena because ali and sheena are friends probably closer than ali and ariana for sure and then sheena's best friends with ariana so tell sheena and leave it up to sheena to decide and I think that was good advice. And he's like, also, because she loves some gossip. Yeah. But I mean, I think that was the right move. Like, Allie doesn't need to alienate herself by, you know, Ariana reacting badly by, oh, you're starting a rumor? You know what I mean? So I think that was good advice. And it explains why we never heard this story from Allie. She told a few people and kind of let them run with it because it's not her place. Totally. And I, I think that was the right move, too. I know. Another reason I love Allie. Yes. Really got to get that reading done. I know. I, I looked, I was looking for something else and I was like, oh, I should at the same time look for this. I got to look somewhere else before I have to like reorder my thing. Cause like I told you, my mom was no help. She said somewhere between midnight and 2 a.m. Like why you can't remember this lady. I know you had four kids and I know I'm old as fuck, but you know, I'm a little insulted. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I would never remember. Just find that birth certificate. <laughs> it's hard enough remembering people's birthdays, let alone the time. Totally. It's it's a random thing. <laughs> All right. So we go over to something about her. So uh, as I told you on Tuesday, I am going to be staying in L.A. for a while, a little bit of time. And so I will plan to do continual updates in May on the saw space but as you guys have heard from many of our pods in the last year we have been checking on this space every month or two and as of you know from september when they signed the lease to now absolutely nothing 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 has changed in fact what has changed is like less like they removed the sign and then we got information from the neighboring business like no we don't think it's happening anymore. So we'll see. I mean, obviously they said it on TV. It has to be true, right? Everything on TV yeah. is true. But I will go. Uh, Holly, you'll probably be up there before I am up there. If you happen to do a drive-by or both of us may, you never know what's going to pop up. But I will for sure do a couple uh, walk walkthroughs um, in May. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so they're there. Looks the same. They say they are taking on investors. I don't think those investors ever happen. And I think why now the ball is rolling where Katie's saying June or July is when they'll open, which I I cannot believe. I cannot endorse that because nothing's nothing's done. Um, I think it's all you guys that bought all their merch and now they have if Lala could buy a house off the send it to Daryl shit these girls can open a business yeah with all the team Ariana I hope they do I, I hope they just pull the trigger and like get going because I feel like it could work if that's what they do 
you know what I want to do for our next giveaway? After we've done enough, give them Lala. We've done enough, Viva Verano. And unless they want to pay it back to us, hmm, you're on hold, bitches. I want to do either like something about her merch or Ariana's specific stuff. Totally. And I want to give away Allie readings. Nice. Let's support Allie. Okay. You guys, she's not getting paid. She's probably making $2,000. And she's bringing it. She deserves more than that. Yeah. No, she probably made 5 k don't you think? Yeah. And I because think, yeah, I think she's hustling on her reading. So, yeah, I, I say we support her for sure. Was Brock in the opening credits last season? Mm, I think. He, I think so. I think so. And he didn't make over 10. And I know the standard is kind of like your first season, like 5,000. So, you guys, Allie's bringing it. She's not. She's I feel like they I feel like they really like her, though, and she did really well. It seems like the producers are, like, super into her. So, um, yeah, I think she's. All right. Well, let's let's give away some Allie readings and then we'll figure out the other merch stuff. I want to check out the merch because I know a lot of those, they were sold out. So I want to, like, give away something that's sold out. And who knows if they're going to, I don't know. But let, let's support the, the Saw stuff right now. Because I'm down to support Katie right now. Yeah. Katie, Katie's bringing it. Katie gave great facials this episode. Great sourpuss Katie faces. And I'm here for it. Yeah. She- On the beach, particularly. <laughs> And in the restaurant. She was like, in the restaurant. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The host stuff with LVP. And it really triggered um, Schwartz, which I loved that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll get into that. Oh. So, yeah, Katie calling Raquel. She a ho. She a ho. Lisa's like, you can't say that. She's like, yes, I can. I also love, love, love that. I sound like Teresa. Love, love, love. Um, that. These girls can say whatever the fuck they want to LVP. She's not an investor. She's not their partner. She's their executive producer. But come on. She doesn't have the power to fire Katie and Ariana. So they can, Katie can be like, no, she's a hoe. And Lisa can, can scold her all, they want, all she wants. And she can still say, nope, you're wrong. She's a hoe. Yeah. But then Katie also said, well, look, I'm a hoe too. But Lisa's like, don't confuse your emotional investment. She's like, no, I'm not. She's like, you know, just because you've had sex just twice this year. So I was like, twice? Where have you been, lady? That Way was more funny. Than twice. <laughs> I just love the freedom they have now. They don't have to bow down to Queen Lisa. I still have a feeling that Lisa has some so- something to do with that lease because there's just no way that they got that and it's been sitting there so long. Yeah. I that's, mean, the no o- they- that's the only thing that, like, maybe she's holding over their heads a little bit. But that's no because big deal. I just, we got to find out what the rent is. Someone posted, uh, you know, like a Zillow for lease thing for that space. But it was dated. It was from 2020. And it said, buy out the space. Buy out the lease for $250,000. Well, no fucking way did they do that, right? Well, so that's, buy this out. that's about the same amount of money that Lala made on Send It to Daryl. That's true. But, um, yeah, I I was digging and um, I was getting like a square foot price. And I think their space is like 750 square feet. 
And it was coming, I feel like it was coming up to like 15000 a month or something from what I saw. But that was, again, yeah, that was dated material as well. And it was for like a comp on that street. So I don't know. Mm. Well, it seems like I think even without investors, there's stuff they could have done to work on the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could have painted. They could have like sanded, like Ariana said. Flowers. Or, yeah. They could you get. Know? Yeah. There's stuff they could have done at like not a high ticket. That they could have done out of pocket. What did the you fact think that it just was like untouched? Is weird. Yeah, I totally agree. What did you think about when Lisa like got on the, her high horse about? Well, everyone in this group has not had perfect behavior. You know, like, don't call Raquel a hoe. Everyone in this group has had questionable behavior. It's like, oh, is she setting it up for, you know, Raquel to have a big mess up here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have Lala and James meeting up, and he tells her he's opening his first festival for Cascade, which, I mean, is huge. The fact that I know who Cascade is is huge. Yeah. So, props. Um. They both order taco salads, which I love. Like, I love a taco salad. Keeping it real. Like, you know, Taco Bell doesn't even have them anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then James reveals he had his first one with Allie at Mendocino Farms. Now I want a freaking taco salad. Sounds so good. <laughs> and from Mendocino Farms. Yeah. But I also want one from Taco Bell. I don't know if I ever had one from Taco Bell. Oh, my God. It comes in the big bowl shell thing. Oh, okay. I think I did. I did. You can get it at um, Del Taco, but they don't do the bowl shell, which is actually better because that's like just fried grease. You know what I mean? Um, But sometimes it's so good to rip that part and like dip it in. Yeah. So James invites everyone to Hermosa Beach. Um, Oh, my gosh. Wait, I have to do an interruption. Mm-hmm. Um, or did I already talk? Did I already talk about how good Olipop was? Someone recommend we were talking about orange soda on this podcast, and someone wrote, or it was on our Patreon, and someone said try Olipop. You get it at Whole Foods, and it tastes just like orange soda, but it's better for you. Oh my god, it's so good! If you guys haven't tried that, try it. It's so good. This is not an ad. <laughs> Please sponsor us because I am obsessed. They have it at my market. At- across the street that I just I don't waste calories on well how many calories are is it uh, it's how like sugar it's like five or something oh really yeah it's super low oh and I just all, thought it was like a lighter like a Pellegrino flavor you know oh no okay. well and all of the um I mean it is definitely more sugary than like a zero sugar thing but it's like all super natural and it makes you feel like it's just try yeah. it. It's actually... Well, yeah, because I don't want aspartame. Fuck that and shit. it's like, um, it's kind of like a treat. You know, like, I, um, if you're if you're craving something sweet or something, like, it literally hits. It's so good. All right. Well, speaking of that not being an ad, let's talk about our ad, our sponsor <laughs> of the week. Thanks for that setup. So, I want to ask you guys, I mean, who doesn't, but... Does anyone struggle with acne or hormonal hormonal breakouts, hyperpigmentation, rosacea, fine lines and wrinkles, right? Everybody can relate to one of those things. Mm-hmm. 
There's so many skincare options out there that it's hard to know what's meant for your skin, right? So, I mean, and for me, now that I've moved, my dermatologist is far away. So I don't want to have to drive hours to like get their advice on what I should use. I just endlessly buy products and try them out and then I forget what I like, what I don't like. Now there's just a much easier way and we're excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized treatments for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can access, you have access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne or improve your specific skin concern. All you have to do is fill out this online consultation about your skin goals and medical history. Then you snap a few selfies. This is super easy, by the way. It just pops up. It's not like you have to, like, attach files, and it's so easy. Um, And then a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. I received my first treatment um, plan from a board-certified dermatologist within a couple days. Actually, it was really like the next day, uh, but I know they say within a couple days. It was so fast. And then, so I was able to place my order based on their prescription, and the order came a couple days after that. So I've been using Apostrophe now for a few weeks. Um, I've already noticed significant changes in my skin. Um, I focus more on the hyperpigmentation, anti-aging, um, you know, as I get older, a couple age spots I want to see faded away. Um, but, you know, you can do acne, anti-aging, rosacea, all sorts of things. Um, I, Like I said, I just wanted to see what would happen with the age spots. And after using it, I have seen significant uh, fadage, I will say. They are fading away, so I'm going to keep reporting back to you. It's still pretty new, but so far, I've already seen results, so we'll report back to you. Um, everything is done online, um, meaning apostrophe helps those who can't see a dermatologist in person get professional care for their skin. Your prescriptions are also delivered directly to you, so no more waiting in line at the pharmacy. I mean, like I said, I save time not having to drive hours to see my old dermatologist where I used to live near Holly or pick up my prescriptions, which you guys, I still have the same pharmacy, which is up there too, a couple hours away. So it was super convenient. It came right to my mailbox and it's a small, cute little box that fit right in my mailbox. So um, what have you experienced with your selection so far, Holly? Um, For me, I never even dreamed of having a dermatologist I had I I think I had like major anxiety around that or I didn't even think to go ask someone for I don't know like to address insecurities I have with my skin so this was just like such an amazing process to do everything on my phone and um you know and when I selected what I wanted to deal with like I wanted to address the redness in my skin it's also like a really big diabetes thing um so I was really excited to hear you know what their feedback was as to what I could do for that and to like actually address it felt so amazing and just to text 
and get everything done like so privately. I, I literally did it at one of Ronnie's competitions. I took my picture. I took my selfie. No one had any idea what I was doing. So I received a topical cream. I've been doing that. They also sent this amazing sunscreen, which yes. that's, that's always like a really big thing is obviously the redness is going to increase if I'm out in the sun. So remembering to slather that sunscreen on is really amazing. For sure. I was excited about that too. Yeah. So right now we have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash pumpers and use our code pumpers. So that's a saving of $15. Um, this code is only available to our listeners. So just go to apostrophe.com. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Pumpers, P-U-M-P-E-R-S, to get started, and you'll get your first visit for five dollars. We'll do the consultation, send you your results and your prescription. Also, if you have questions, I know Holly, you said you had questions in between the consultation and the prescription process, and you said that they got back to you very quickly and addressed um, your specific questions. I think you know rosacea was one of the things they they mentioned, but yours is a little more specific, right? It's diabetes-driven, perhaps rosacea or redness. So it might require some a, a little bit different of a prescription. Well, yeah. Well, what happened was I filled out my my little questionnaire, which is really fun, you guys. If you just at least check it out and like tell us what you think, because I, I had never, I've never experienced a, a website or a product like this. It's so cool. But um, I answered some questions, and the doctor actually. Um, prescribed me something that I personally didn't think I was struggling with. And all I did was I quickly sent a message back and said, that um, that's not really what I wanted to address. I wanted to you to look at this. And he wrote back literally within minutes and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, um, let's look at your chart again. Okay, let's do this for that. Like, and like, it was such an yeah. awesome experience. And again, for me, not picking up the phone is like, uh, I love it. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> no phone use. Yeah, because normally I might click the like anti-aging, but I wasn't focused on that. I specifically wanted to address like two age spots I have. I thought well, this will be a good trial, a good measure, you know, because everything, everything says anti-aging. So I'm like, I'm going to be real specific. So I think that was great. You got specific. I got specific. And so far, so good. And we'll report back to you on yeah. more progress. So thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Now, back to James. Okay, so James invites everyone to Hermosa because I love this part. He doesn't want to hear people bitch like, why isn't Raquel here? <laughs> His... Yeah, and I and I love that, like, w the other reason he wants to include everyone is because he's always disinvited to things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's the best true. person that notices. And they yeah. try to make not, uh, like, have not other people feel that way. So, yeah. you know, he's human, who knew? Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, because everyone's everyone's egos here are so big. They're as big as my cock. And Lahal's like, oh, so you mean small? And then he looks like a kind of like he's like sheepish little he's boy. Like, oh, oh. And she's like, oh come on. She's like, look, I came back twice, right? I'm a returning customer. That should say it all. <laughs> so that was nice of her. That was funny. Adult, literally. Yeah. Okay, we already talked about the stupid jizz results and, hey, I'm here for my jizz results. Really? Gross. 
I was kind of hoping when they did the scene where he mentions that, you know, Ariana is not there because her grandma just passed away. I was hoping he would be like, I got a call at a party that Ariana's grandma had passed away. You know, like I was hoping like that, you know, because Sheena said they were at that party and I was just hoping there'd be like a little callback to that, but it didn't happen. Yeah, you guys, real quickly, they were all at this party in Newport Beach at this mansion that they keep partying at with their friends, Brett and Elaine, I think, Ratner. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Sandoval was there. Ariana um, was not there. She called him. My grandma died. I have to go to Florida. Normally, a partner of nine years would go with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in a way, maybe she didn't ask him because, you know what? I wouldn't want to bring him with either when I'm trying to deal with family stuff. No. He's just a toddler. He's a distraction. But he doesn't even go home to comfort her or bring her to the airport. And he says, dude, I, I'd come, but I can't get an Uber. Okay, you guys, he's in Newport Beach. He's on a fucking 20, like Joshua Tree, all right? And like Sheena said, there's people coming and going all day long. Yeah. And you know what? They're coming and going. They pass right by John Wayne Airport. There's no problem for him. So he's a fucking liar. Much like he lied, again, at the end of this little jizz clinic thing talking to her and he's like I love you Dumplin well if you loved her you wouldn't be fucking around Mm -mm. and lying alright so now we go over to Allie and Sheena and I had marked this down I'm like please rewatch because I I keep missing the name of this place but I know I want to go it looks right up my alley it's open spacious it looks like a brewery but open and then they have free ski balls ski ball on Mondays that is my jam I know that was that looked so freaking fun yeah um and somehow it came up that like I don't know Sheena say this she's like yeah Raquel told us that like James said Allie said, Raquel's my favorite person in the group. And then, like, they show Raquel laughing. Like, <laughs> like it's almost like they're laughing at Allie. And I'm like, fuck you, Allie. You know what? She's friends with Katie. She's friends with Lala. She's friends with Sheena. You can go. Yeah, I feel like maybe that was a comment that was made, like, early. But early. It's, it's not this, like, she has grown, dude. Yeah, I think the first few episodes, Canyon Club, like, Raquel was the one making... Allie feel comfortable yeah but that was probably for Raquel's own reasons too I I think yeah my problem is like Raquel's ego how she turns around and like kind of makes a joke of it it's like that would be like a nice thing to say if you truly meant it and you weren't trying to like laugh about it that that bugged me I didn't like that exactly so then Allie you know tells her the deal and she goes well I mean let me ask you this would you be cool with like Brock and Raquel dancing the night away at 1am or whatever and she is like yeah I would in fact I'd trust them in my bed together it's like ooh that's going to age as well as Lala's you're not a mistress and you're not a homewrecker comments <laughs> not great in yeah. fact that was Andy's top five tonight were two of Sheena's comments yeah I'm surprised you didn't have Lala's in there when she said now, Lala said in two different episodes, no, I don't believe you're a mistress nor a homewrecker. I'm like, mm, she's both. Yeah. I mean, Sandoval's the homewrecker because he's the one in the relationship, but Raquel's a friend wrecker. Yes. So 
Sheena's like, well, just so you know, I would have already texted Ariana, but I don't want to like weigh on her right now. So I'm going to immediately confront Sandoval tomorrow at the beach and tell him what you said. Because unfortunately, this is the time when Katie thinks Sheena, Sheena and Katie are like just reading each other wrong. And they're attaching meaning to things and it keeps blowing up and blowing up so now Sheena thinks this is all driven from Katie when really it was just Allie mentioning she saw them and then Katie and Lala took it somewhere else but then through the telephone game Allie kind of delivers it differently and now Sheena's delivering it even more differently than what Katie actually originally said right yeah so it's just it's a snowball yeah. Oh, this yeah, this whole thing was just rough to watch. Cuz like I feel like we've all been there where you might say something and you don't want it you don't want to be the person that gets it started even though everyone else is saying yeah. what you're thinking. You don't want everyone to go like, "Holly, why why did you say that?" Like, "Why why did you say that?" And like you're kind of you kind of like look around at your friends like, "Is anyone going to back me up or am I out here on my own right now?" And yeah. sometimes you just have to take it. Yeah, a lot of that's happening on Jersey right now with Danielle and Rachel. So I talked about that on the Patreon, girl, girls, guys, people. <laughs> um, okay, so we're at the beach. First thing, Brock nails James in the head with a rugby pass. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was like a whole Marsha Brady, oh, my nose, my nose. But James took it. But here's what I didn't like. I didn't like Raquel telling Allie, well... You'll learn your lessons in your own time, I guess. It's like, it's so condescending. You're assuming that James is going to be the exact same way, which maybe he will be, but you're assuming Allie's like this dumb idiot that can't see, you know, she's heard your warnings already. She's heard Lala's. She's experienced them herself. But guess what? She's handling them. She's scolding him. She's walking away. She's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, she's handling it. So, Raquel, I don't know. She's not any younger than you. They're, like, the same age. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was a little a little bit of a dig. Yeah. It, I, I was super annoyed with that scene, too. It's like, okay, how many – like, we can't dry – like, it's, it's her choice. It's her life, dude. Let her do what she wants. Yeah. How many lessons does she need? She's your same age, girl. And I, I feel, I hope that by the end of the episode, maybe she'll like mouth off to her back and be like, okay, Raquel, like that's enough. Like I, I, yeah, I will learn my lesson when, you know, the universe tells me to, like, I hope she schools her somehow to be like, no, yeah. like, I think I'm, I think I've got my head on straight. I've got this. Yeah. Okay. So the next scene, I was glad I like a rewatched and also watched, watch what happens live with James to explain it. Because it makes a lot more sense with Schwartz's dumb joke and all of that. You know, that he compared, like, this place that James doesn't want to go to in his mind, this Richella engagement, to something James has worked so hard for. And I will 1,000% give him so much credit for earning his place in life, right? He has hustled his ass off, going, like, spending every holiday clubbing somewhere cruising around the country nonstop for the last several years 
So for this, this is huge. It's a payoff, right, to open up for someone as big as Cascade. And then Schwartz just to kind of belittle, it's like, oh, but it's as big as Richella. And I don't think Schwartz meant to belittle him, but it's the way James took it. And hence their their blow up. And then, But then Schwartz is like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, bad joke. But then two minutes later, Schwartz is like, you know what, I stand by it. That was a joke, and it was a funny joke. It was a good joke. It just shows Schwartz, anytime someone challenges him or comes back at him, he, that's when fucking Dr. Evil comes out, or Dr. Truth. His whole aw shucks facade, bullshit. His mouth in my fingers, bullshit. He is an evil, mean fucking asshole. We won't, we won't even get to Lala yet, but you can see it with James. Like, He's actually not sorry because he doubles down two seconds later. The second James comes for him, he's like, you know what? I'm not sorry. It was funny. It was a funny joke. I'm going to stand by. Yeah. He makes me absolutely crazy. And this is where, like, I once again, I'll flop over to being Team Katie because he's yeah. absolutely, like. He's a fraud. I feel like my, like, I'm being like lit from the inside out. Like I, I want to just like, I it's, I want to rail. Like I <laughs> rail. it's, it's so hard to even watch. And, um, my only, like, I kind of had like a sad moment when it, and James talked about this a couple of times on this episode. He like mentioned it with Lala. He mentioned it at the beach. He mentioned it at watch what happens live. He wants people to be, like, so proud of him and so impressed that when they don't give him that energy, he gets super angry. And again, I think, like, it's possibly going back to, like, you know, like, a parent relationship. You know, like, he's looking for that acceptance. He's always wanted to be accepted into this group. We know that's been a huge struggle for him. He mentions he didn't like being left out. And he feels like it's almost... Acceptance from his dad, too. His dad seemed to be very, like, you're punished. Oh, come out with me, boy, and Ibiza. You know, like, very mixed messages. Yeah. I It just it just made me sad that, like, like, his happiness alone isn't enough to, like, that he's fulfilled. He needs everyone to, like, pat him on the back and be like, you're happy? All right, James. Like, good for you. Like, there's... A little, like, if you're truly happy, you shouldn't be looking for the approval of, like, everyone around you. You should be, like, good. But he's not. He's, he's like, constantly, you know, wanting everyone to, like, tr- like really be impressed with him. So then when they aren't, he gets on the defensive, and that's when he goes to the jugular. And that's yes. when he becomes inappropriate, James, when he does the fat shaming or whatever. But in this case, he's like... Well, you t- you're making jokes about the darkest time of my life and the best, most accomplished time of my life. He's like, look at you, you loser, and everything wrong with your life. And Raquel's like, what's wrong with Schwartz's life? And he's like, oh, I don't know. The fact that he can't open his shitty bar and poop hole village. And I'm like, Holly is going to love poop hole village. <laughs> I, I was like, I think I threw myself on the floor. I was just like, between Heather McDonald's like fart on the podcast and now this, I'm just like literally in heaven. Oh my god. <laughs> so, alright, they work it out, whatever. They shake hands. Uh, we have a little reprieve here. Then Schwartz is like, you know, I can't, I've pictured Katie with a lot of people, but not, not this satchel guy. And 
keep in mind, he's not jealous. He's like, oh, have all the sex you want. Just, just like he doesn't want him to bond with his dogs. Like that's his jealousy level. It's like, oh. Yeah, it, it's like. Thank God she got out when she did. Yeah, totally. So Sheena tells Sandoval about Katie saying Tom and Ariana have an open relationship. And Sandoval's like, that's insulting to me and to Ariana. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Ever. It's like, well, so then that's ridiculous. So now you're saying you're basically, since you're confirming you're not in an open relationship, which is ridiculous and insulting, you are then basically saying you're a cheater and a liar, and that is not insulting, and that is not ridiculous, because that is what you are, and it's what you're doing. So is that better than being in an open relationship? There's nothing wrong with being in an open relationship if it's mutual, if it's consensual, but... I think, yeah, I think what is, like, so horrible about watching this, where if I was Sandoval and Raquel, I would, I, I would be like, I screwed myself so bad by doing all those scenes you know on my high horse about I would never do that like I I would never like they're taking such a stand against um not having a proper relationship or you know being the other person and it's just like I I have my hand over my mouth like Schwartz with my fingers in my mouth going eek like what is happening like do they know they're saying the opposite of what they're doing and then when you're watching their faces there's like a freaking smirk on it there's a smirk it's like yes it's like sandoval sandoval's always been extremely extra even if he were to say like we're having pancakes for breakfast in the morning he would be like we're having pancakes in the breakfast for breakfast in the morning they're the best things with syrup and butter like it's always and he would take credit for it yeah (laughs) like he would like and he invented pancakes or something so like you'd be like kind of annoyed like okay like who cares that you are going to make breakfast and like we always have pancakes it's not that big of a deal but he would make it like into this whole like yeah I I don't even know and so seeing him deny this and even producer Jerry asking him it's like I I I I, it's crazy okay so I guess I was wrong James and Schwartz have not yet sorted it out because they're bringing up the engagement and it's like oh oh that's right what did you do how did you propose? Oh, that's right. You got engaged at Rock and Riley's, a bar on Sunset. Oh, my God. I mean, that was brilliant. When you think about it, it's like, ooh, one of Bo's favorite bars. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartz and Katie got mar- uh, engaged. I mean, that was one of the worst engagements ever. Um, And I don't know. I feel like Jackson and Brittany's might take the cake. Oh, I... Like I still have the meaning, and at least they're on the beach. Granted, there was a volleyball net behind them that got photo shopped out later. But you know, like when they're when they're at the um, what is the shoot? Why can't I think of the the seafood place? And like he has the little red tray, and he's like yelling, yeah, and he's like, "Come on, give what?" Like he's like it. Just the whole thing is just hilarious. The the tray, yes. (laughs) I'd take a ring on a tray. Before a ring on a string it was, at Rock and Riley's. It was special. <laughs> so, okay, this is my very, very favorite part. When Schwar- when he's like, a Rock and Riley's, 
And she's like, you better stop it. And Schwartz threatens violence on James. He thre- he's going to take him down and headlock him. And James is like, try me, try me. I'm faster. I'm stronger. You bro-. I'm like, okay, shall we place bets? I, I mean, the... I don't think like it's it's actually like one of my personal fantasies to like get into a fight to like have a fight break out and me to like shit talk someone and like get into a physical fight like I've always kind of wanted to but I don't think that I have ever thought of saying I'm try it again throw a drink on me again I'm gonna put you in a headlock to me that's not I wouldn't be like (laughs) Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm going to disengage. I'm going to walk away because I don't want any trouble. Like, I would laugh. I would be like, a headlock? Like, what is this, wrestling? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I know people will say James is like a pipsqueak, but A, James works out a ton. He's quite shredded. He's he's taller than Schwartz, believe it or not. Um, but just from sheer passion and rage alone... A thousand percent, my money's on James. Physicality, a thousand percent on James. And just, come on. You you and I could easily take Schwartz. I I, I feel like, I I don't consider myself like a fast, like sprinter, but I feel like all you would have to do is take what, like go one step to the left, one step to the right and like whip around him. And he is, he would like trip over his own ankles and like fall down. Like we wouldn't even have to touch him. He'd just be like, Hey Schwartz, look over here. And he'd be like, what, what? And then like you like go and, and he would, like, literally get tangled in his own ankles and fall down. Like, throw a shiny ball. Yes. Yes. And he'd be and like, whoa, whoa. Like, baby shot here, baby shot. I can't believe that just happened. How'd you do that? <laughs> he would trip over his own ankles. He would, like, and especially if he's wearing those slides, you know, like, oh, yeah. yeah. So intimidating. Yeah. I will take you down. I'm like, I mean... Best Academy Award goes to the comic relief Tom Shorts for that moment. <laughs> yeah. Man. And then, okay, so then they're in this restaurant and Shorts is like, hi, hi, I'm Tom. And Katie's like, yeah, we already did that. And you do see Tom did say hello to Satchel, shook his hand, said, hi, I'm Tom. She's like, why do we have to do this again? We already did this. And then Tom, again, as soon as someone comes for Schwartz, then he's like, oh, God. She's so miserable. I'm so happy I'm not with her. I do not miss her any way, shape, or form. It's like, okay, well, why did you try to hang out with her when she came over to get the dogs? Why did you stalk her time and time again at Sheena's wedding? Like, she was not engaging with y'all. You kept sneaking into restaurants and sitting down with her. And and in that same family of like the reactions that they're having to each other, I feel like James is also giving that same energy to Raquel um, when they're talking or when they're talking about um, Rachella or whatever. You know, he's like, I I'm glad it didn't happen. I regret. I'm you know, like he says the meanest things to her when you know, like it probably did mean something to him. You know, but he he like. There's like such a defense mechanism around him where he's like, I don't, I'm yeah. not hurt. I'm not hurt. I have a feeling that like my theory is that when him and Raquel called off their engagement, I have a feeling that his mom or dad were like, you better figure this out quick. Like now, now what are you going to do on this show? Like now what? Like you've literally ruined this. You better 
figure this out. And he, cause he kind of went quiet. He went away for a little bit. He was working on his DJing stuff. He worked out a lot. Then I think he found Allie and he found his way back in and like, now everybody's happy. But I really think for a second there, he was like, shoot, like, where am I going to fit in? Well, yeah, because everyone had befriended Raquel at that point. Raquel had asked Gina to be in her wedding, you know? So they, they had already gotten tight. So yeah, he he did need to find his way back in because he was on the, on his way out and she was on her way in. Yeah. All right. So then, um, it's the Schwartz James thing. Lala walks up and James is like, have my head back. And she's like, I do. She's like, yes, you're right. But he's like, no, buts. she's like, no, let me finish. I'm going to build on this. And then this is when Schwartz, Schwartz just turns black so fucking fast. Like, he is truly just dark and mean. And this, ah, shucks, ah, eh, fucking fraud, fake. Yeah. There's just no way. Like, he's not even drunk. They were at the beach. This is him. He cannot handle people calling him out. He does this to Katie. He He's doing it now. It's the way he comes, the shit he says to Lala. Shall we review? Yes. Oh. Well, I love, first of all, I love Lala saying, first of all, Schwartz needs a fist to his face. Um, a, he was still hanging out with Randall. He was the only one doing that. Even Sandoval distanced himself from Randall, right? Yeah. Not, not Schwartz. Oh, pickleball. I want, what? I just wanted to play pickleball. <laughs> B, for kissing Raquel. And then C, she's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so nervous. I have to put my fingers in my mouth. Like, that was funny. Um, but then Schwartz turns around. You're, you're Spawn Con. You're sponsored content. You're like the corniest person ever. Like, how's she corny? He's like, what the hell is give them Lala? You're nobody. Who's Lala? He's like, I'm a 1,000% the person you'll ever be. And I'm like, how? Schwartz, what have you done that Lala hasn't done? What have you accomplished in life? Um, fucking nothing? You never even worked at any of these restaurants the way the other people did and hustle. It was handed to you. Um, your one thing that you're working for right now, probably the only thing ever in your life, still hasn't opened. So Lala's got a leg up. She's like, well, I built my business. It's been fueling my whole lifestyle, my daughter's life, bought houses, condos, whatever, for years, right? So she's right. And he's just like, get some more Botox. This is so, like, he got a laugh out of the bootleg Kardashian thing, and he's a fucking five-year-old going to tell the same jokes again because he got to laugh once. So he Ugh. just refuses his own material. He rips on her look. So, okay, now you're look-shaming. You're no better than James fat-shaming because now you're like, get some more Botox or plastic surgery. And then he, and then you're nothing like a bootleg housewife. Oh, you mean like a bootleg Kardashian? Like, how about you get some more wit and, and originality, you fucking hack? I thought that, like, for a second, like, he had Lala when he was like, give them Lala? That's the stupidest thing. Who's Lala? You don't even know who you are. I felt like for a second I saw, like, her face go like, oh, shit, like, who is Lala? You know, like, I feel like that hit her. Like, it was a low blow. Um, but then she came back and handled him, dude. It was very satisfying. I mean, first of all, I've I, I've always thought that was dumb. Give them Lala. Like, 
very egotistical, but whatever. It's it's her thing now, so it's like we're over that, right? I've always thought it was kind of a dumb thing, but whatever. It's working, and it's obviously successful. Um, you don't even know who you are. I can kind of agree, but I don't think it's where Schwartz's head's at with her. Like, when she's talking to us, she was totally normal, totally lovely. But then when she's on her podcast, you better come correct or I am going to fix you. You got it? Okay, I will come for you. And then in person, she's like, oh, my gosh. Hi, you guys. Hi, cutie. How are you doing? Thank you so much for coming. Like her dialect changes, her persona changes. Like I think, you know, when people say, oh, Lala's the big bully on the show, but in real life she's super sweet. I think that is true and so cool. She's playing a role for TV. We can appreciate because she's very different. But like, you know, if she doesn't know who she is, maybe I don't know if that's what he was referring to. I doubt it because I doubt Schwartz listens to Lala's podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I have to say the scenes between with this scene between Schwartz and Lala was captivating for me I thought both of them going back and forth like I loved it I thought Lala handled herself so well I think Schwartz the mask is coming off for him like obviously we're all we're all supposed to hate Sandoval right now and we do but I hate freaking Schwartz right now like I if I went to Schwartz and Sandy's right now and he came over and did his aw shucks like drill at my table I honestly I don't know what I would do or like how what I could say like I would never want to be like rude in person and he's never rude in person but I'm disappointed I'm like super disappointed in how he talks to people and just like kind of what he's gotten away with all these years you know like I I I don't think on this podcast we've never been fooled like from day one we had his number but a lot of other people were very charmed by him he's it's easy to be charmed by him but it's in these moments where you're like Dude, like this is dark and like scary. It's really hard to be rude in person because he is charming and it's yes. hard to be rude in person to anyone, even someone you hate. Yes. Oh, totally. But like when he and then he calls her angry and bitter and it's like, what does that mean? You know that's implying like bitter about the Randall thing. And it's like so you're kind of putting it on her like she's this angry, bitter, scorned woman. It's like you're not putting it on Randall by saying that. You're saying you should be saying wow, he really, like, I don't know, you're the victim here. You were fooled. He's he's basically kind of, like, in a way, supporting Randall by, like, oh, she's just a bitter woman. She's a bitter, angry woman. That's why Randall did what he did. I don't know. I just didn't like the, the tone of that. Like, yeah, she's angry and bitter for what Randall did, but I don't feel like that's what – because he's using it as a weapon against her. Yeah. Like, if he was supporting her, he could be like – I get it. You're angry and bitter because of the shit he did to you, but he's weaponizing that statement against her. Whereas like, I think he's, he's the one that's going to, people are like, has Sandoval reached out to Randall yet? I don't think Sandoval will. I think he's too, well, Sandoval's, I want to say too smart for that. Cause he's certainly not been smart in the way he's been handling any of this, but Schwartz, I think will. So yesterday you made an interesting poll on our Instagram and you asked, um, did you pose it as who do you hate more? Is that what you said? 
Who's worse? Who's worse? Okay, so the question was, who's worse, Randall or Sandoval? And people, I mean, it triggered people. People were not sure how to answer. It was a very difficult question. Um, and it was meant to be, like, cheeky. Like, cheeky, like, like, yeah. Like, not really serious, but, like, not a joke, but kind of a joke. Just like it's like a, ch- a cheeky question. I, I got it. Like, who's worse, Schwartz or Sandy? They're both terrible. Yeah. For different reasons. Uh, and I feel like right now, obviously, like, a lot of people are going to go with Sandy because, you know, he's, it's in the, we, we have it, we need a full circle moment. Um, there's still so much we don't know, and we're all dying to hear. But I mean, they're both worse, and they're both awful, and for different reasons. I mean, probably on the grand scale of things, if we've got, if, like, the LA Times articles are true. Then I would say Randall. Ass- of course, with all the assault charges. So now we're dealing with things against the law. Sandoval didn't break the law, okay, yeah. as far as we know. So, you and know, he's been, breaking the law. Yeah, and there's and been, abuse. Yeah, there's been some really dark, dark things, you know, that are... Abusive been, things. Yes, where it's like, that's... Mm-mm. And Scan- Sandoval, obviously, was mentally and emotionally abusable, abusive, but, like, there's, like, like legit, like, <laughs> other allegations with Randall. yeah yeah well you know let's not like take this so seriously folks it was just kind of a mm, check in where are we at like it's a, it's was- always funny though like when um when one of us posts something on instagram like all of a sudden like our phones will blow up and it's like it's like oh well and so i i like that when that happens yeah this weekend because like michaela will be over and she's like, is this what you're dealing with? I'm like, oh, Holly must have just posted something. Because, <laughs> you know, we'll be talking and then all of a sudden, blip, 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 blip. And I was explaining that to my friends over the weekend um, who had just um, actually had heard of Scandival, unlike Tom Colicchio on Top Chef. Um, but they were like, I don't get it. Like, isn't that what the show is about or, or, or any reality show is about a scandal? So I had to explain a little bit, but like, I've made it very clear. I'm not speaking to amateurs at this point in the game. It's, you can do your research. You can listen to, you know, some stuff. And then you can come to me when you graduate community college after your one-on-one classes, then you can come to me and I will sit down with you. Okay. I've made that very clear to my family and friends that don't watch the show. I don't have time for you. I have to make the time for the people that do have time for me. I have time for them. I just, I just, (laughs) I just nod along. I'm just like, uh huh. Um, And shout out to my friend, Nancy, who is on Ronnie's team. She's one of the moms. She said she's listened to all of our episodes since Scandival broke. So thank you, Nancy. Um, And thank you, everybody who has tuned in with us all along. And those that are new, welcome. My mom was insisting again. She's like, no, I really would like to listen. I think she wants to, like, brag to her book club friends or something and or the the teacher association. Um, Because, like, she didn't express a huge interest before. But not until we got these articles. Now, because you know what she wanted me to do. I'm like, oh, mom, the Today Show. And but I go, it's not. We're not going to be on the show. It's just an article. Well, can you get some copies? You know, when your father was in a, we got all these copies and blah blah blah. I'm Aww. like, well, I don't. I'm like, I don't know that it's going to be like print. And then like the LA Magazine. I'm like, maybe the LA Magazine will be print. I'm like, I don't know actually if it is. So I guess we'll have to pick one up. Yeah. She's like, can you get copies? I'm sure she wants to like show her friends or something she's like no i need to listen and michaela's like no you really don't need to listen grandma and um 
She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, she's like, you don't, it's about the show. You don't know what's going on. It's not going to make any sense. And I'm like, yes, please don't listen. I, I don't need to start filtering myself right now. <laughs> I can't, I, I know that even if my mom started listening, she wouldn't be able to make it past like a couple minutes. So I'm not worried about it. Well, we saw how my mom lasted. My mom was on the podcast, you guys, for newer listeners. And we had her on as a featured guest and she quickly pieced out and went to my room to read a book instead because she was bored within two minutes and <laughs> a, a lot of people have been asking me to you know like they're they're they've been following now like maybe on daily mail or tmz and stuff like that and they're like is it too late to like start like and i'm like no dude jump in right now you can jump in and yeah. still see it all unfold like you don't i mean obviously us day oneers would be like you have to start from the beginning but absolutely a new viewer could start watching right now and get involved in Scandal. I mean, that's really hard for me to say that. So I disagree, but I guess something's better than nothing. So do it. But you really to get the full context of why, like why my friends ask me, we don't understand. Isn't this what reality shows do? I'm like, no, you don't understand the people that did it and the connect and the friendship and the connection. And, you know, you truly have to understand, like, the, the double betrayal to fully get the picture. But if that's all you can do, if you can it's just like, start now, It's like ten, 10 seasons is overwhelming, though. And, like, some of them have so many freaking episodes. So I think yeah, you could you could jump in and then hopefully that, like, what's your palate? And you're like, I have to go back and rewatch, you know, so. Well, the first couple seasons are very – the first episode – the first season is eight episodes. Yeah. It's so freaking easy. I mean, and and the best ones are like you know one through three, um, and then you, but then you have to see season six, hundred percent. You could probably skip seven and eight and nine, but then but then you're gonna like skip the Raquel of it all. It's, and it's definitely a mess. But I I feel like jump in instead of missing out. Like I I would be frustrated just re- like I feel like the people commenting on the articles where they're like enough, this is enough. They have not watched from day one you know like i i could understand why people are saying that because they don't get it yeah okay so lala's comeback is like you know what well call me when you get a business i have a business i support my daughter you're a broke 40 year old loser and schwartz is just sitting there eating like chicken wings like untethered and he's like oh oh that's right i mean no 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 you're a good mom again he does the same fucking thing he did to Sheena. Um, he's like, no, you're a good mom. He throws her a bone at the end. Remember after he called Sheena bootleg Kardashian? He's like, oh, there's nothing redeemable about you. There's nothing good. Oh, no, no, well, actually, I like your family, and you make good enchiladas. So it's like he tries to charm his way out of the most evil shit he just said to someone. Like I – I just imagine, like, I put myself in Lala's shoes if I heard him say that. And it, it's like, I'm looking at myself in a mirror right, right now. Like, it, like, a good mother. it makes me just, like, squint my eyes and, like, cock my head to the right and, like, look at him. Like, that, it doesn't, like, that's not working. It doesn't work. And I feel like just like we could probably do a really funny reel of Katie and Christina and Lala in bed, how many times they've been in bed this season, I could probably do a really funny reel of Schwartz sitting at a table, eating food, calling after someone saying, Katie, don't go. Lala, don't go. Come back, Lala. Uh-huh. While, while he's eating. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, he just did that in Mexico. Yeah, same exact thing. And it's oh my like, God. Ugh. and also, like, if I was Lala, I'd take offense to that. Um, oh, you think I'm a good mom? Because your stamp of approval means so much. You have so much credibility to judge who's a good mom because you're a piece of shit, wasted loser. Totally. Okay. It's so condescending. No, you're a good mom. Like, how the fuck do you know? How do you know? know? Yeah, that, that that's why, like, I, I'm literally staring at myself in the mirror, like, doing a face. Like, I <laughs> it, – it's – ugh. Yeah. All right. So we already talked about Lala defending Raquel over the Oliver thing. That's just – let's just not go there. Um, James gets 151 on the eye, and he screams, Ali, Ali. Okay, I'm really what what what's one fifty one? It's one fifty one proof. It, that's like the the shit him and Jax did when they were all. Is it high. like is it like a brown liquor or something? No, it's just one fifty one proof. Yeah, I think it's brown. Um, it's like Everclear. Okay. So like most alcohols are forty percent, like vodka, Jack Daniels. It'd be like thirty to forty percent. Okay. This is a hundred and like fifty percent. Okay, okay. Or or proof. I don't know what the percentage. Okay. I I think like an alcohol, a regular alcohol is like eighty proof. So like for instance, like how I, I guess I'm just confused like how they're using it. Like it's but it could be any brand, but that's just the proof. Um no it's like a specific it's type a, of liquor. Okay, okay, okay cool, it's cool. like Everclear. Okay. So remember the stuff, was that Everclear? That, whatever the stuff um, Jackson and James did in that season, they were funny together when James first did the American accent. Oh, yes. Because they were all high on that. Um, oh, um, the one where you see the fairy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not Everclear, but it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a super, super high... I don't even know why it was in the center of that. That was weird. But anyways, he got it in the eye. I mean, any alcohol in the eye. Like, you know, if you like, I just put some fucking um, biofreeze on my knees. And I'm like, okay, or jalapeno to the eye. And then you touch your eye. And you're like, ah. I had, yeah, I had something in my eye today. And you know, like when you have, you get something in your eye. Like I, it was something like stuck. And it was like bugging the hell. Like it was all day. Like not, usually I can like cry it out or, you know, whatever wash it out it was in the, and i was like i have completely taken for granted having nothing in my eyes because this is absolutely miserable i went through like a little drive through car wash and they had like an emergency eye wash there and i was like should i get oh. out and and use that like flush out my eyes again but it, it finally it finally came out but i i get you james and i love how he's like ali yeah <laughs> Sandoval runs to his defense, and she and, and then he comes back out and he's like, "I I called for you and I heard you laughing." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Well, it was funny." She's like, "Sit down and shut up." Yeah, I was See, like, "Alex oh. handle her own shit, Raquel, piss off." And then Alex got this. And then uh, they said he, he that was his karma for throwing the drink in Schwartz's face. Yeah, and he he owned it. Yeah. So then we have Raquel telling Katie, I'm not a whore. And, like, this is one of, like, Katie's sour post-facial expressions. It's just pure cold. <laughs> so then Sandoval tells Katie, that, all right, dude, Ariana is not happy with you. You're spreading rumors about open relationships. She is not happy with you. Yeah, he, um, Katie's like, 
Raquel, I gave you an opportunity to prove yourself after I said I did not want you to make out with Schwartz. And um, and Sandoval's like, what? She's got to prove to you now, you know? <laughs> and um, and th- then Katie's face was just like, she couldn't, she could not contain her face. It was amazing. Yeah. And props to Katie for not getting Botox. Yes. Thank you for letting us see those. It makes it so much different though. Like you could feel her venom, her mood, her, or like it was real. So I appreciate the, like just letting us see your real face. It's refreshing. And it gives so much more emotion when you can see an expression like that. I've seen her have a lot of Botox and yeah, she seems to have like chilled it a little bit this season. I mean, so good for her. Wouldn't mind all of them doing that. I mean, they all did during like child, like co- the COVID season because they had to because they were breastfeeding and stuff. And it's like, well, that was refreshing. But, yeah. You know, teach their own. Y'all look great without it. But if you if you want it and makes you feel better, do it. Whatever. That's right. Just saying you look good without it. All right. So um Santa was like lecturing Katie he's like well you should be with someone for who they are not who you want them to be and I'm like really dude because you just sat on Howie Mandel and talked about everything wrong with Ariana she lays in bed she doesn't handle things like you and she's this she threatens it's like well don't you love her for who she is are you trying to change her you should write that down Katie and I feel like every moment he opens his mouth, he's saying something like that, that like directly contradicts how we, how we know he's living. And it's, it's just like, I totally complaining about how she handles things that are different than him. Total hypocrite. What you just told Katie again, like, I feel like if I, everything in my life was being filmed and I was doing something shady on the side and I thought no one knew and I was running my mouth about, you know, up on my high horse about how I'm living and then secretly doing something on the side. Like, it's so horrible. Like, I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, shit, dude, I totally got caught. Like, that was bad. Yeah. Right? It's on camera. But no. And and again, like, that's all he would have had to do. And I think he would have got so much sympathy because, like, I was completely living a double life. Like, I can't believe the things that I said this season. I, I can't believe up. what I did. Like, I, I have to, like, do some soul searching to figure out, like, what on earth caused me to do this. And, and he could even blame Ariana without blaming her the way he did. He could say, we grew apart. She had a lot of loss. I didn't know how to deal with it. And I was so focused on my band and the bar. I neglected our relationship and I got caught up in something that just felt good. And yeah, I felt and, I, and I really loved the attention without any judgment. You know, like he could still like slam yes. on her a little bit. He could and, be real without blaming her or justifying. And I feel like that's something like maybe like some of us could relate to. It's like, yeah, like sometimes things get out of hand, whatever. Oh, I and well, I... It's called the seven-year itch, right? It's this famous old saying. There's a movie called the seven-year itch. Like things get stale. You need to refresh things. You, you need to work on your relationship instead of just check out. And I mean, there, yeah, and there's something to be said. Like I think every single person could relate to like the thrill of 
a new relationship and like how like you know like how like I I think of like the, the fact that I'm never gonna have that again you know it's like I I look at like well you never know Holly <laughs> Just I but like especially watching like Hallmark movies and stuff is like that's the beautiful part nobody of, like, has that anyways yeah, regardless yes they do oh my <laughs> no, god like if if anything ever happens to Chad like I'm going to a effing small town I'm gonna like work in um, a cookie shop. Hello, I come from there. Remember, I come from Wonderland. It does not happen there. It doesn't. It I could. Mean, it's no. I mean, go the to men the men are swelling up from the twenty-four pack of Bud Light they're drinking. It's actually more like Miller High Life, and when they're and then their free time, they're hunting and they're neglect. They're working on their cars with their buddies in the garage. So when it's zero, no, it's not happening. But what about like the Christmas ornament factory? It's now imported from China. <laughs> My sister's company is out of business. They're no longer there. Well, the ornament factory is shut down. What about like the, the chocolate the chocolatier? <laughs> the perfumer. <laughs> they never last. <laughs> what about the, the rock star? Tom Sandoval and the most extras. And then they come back and they're like humble and still hot. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, you're back in town? Like, you left without saying goodbye 20 years ago. And you become this high-powered executive in New York City. And, and, and then I have my laptop, and I'm like, I can't find internet here. Like, do you know what's going on? Dude, I was a high-powered executive. I go home to my cell town, and I can't – they're like, Sarah. I'm like, I'm sorry, who are you? I can't even recognize people, Okay. <laughs> It's not how it goes. It's still on my bucket list to follow you around, and when people like, and I want to, and I want to be like, do you like? Let's talk about Sarah. Kaya comes back, actress from New York City, literally at her class reunion. This is so funny. He's like, "Hey, blah blah blah." She's like, "Hey," and um, she's like, "Hold on." She's like, um you know oh what what was your name again or whatever and then he's like brian it's just oh of course i know that he's like well no you didn't because you just had to ask my name oh because she she goes you look exactly the same and he goes well obviously i don't because you didn't know who i was (laughs) she she totally busted herself and like i busted out laughing because i was there (coughs) and what's what's even worse is that's michaela's uncle (laughs) Oh so, my god! So he should actually know what he looks like. Like he was at her wedding. That's like she had seen him like two years before. Hilarious. Um, uncle by marriage, but uh, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I'm like, you just fucking busted yourself. That's hilarious. So now I'm here to tell you from firsthand experience, and if you don't believe me, ask Michaela. It's Sarah. I'm story. I'm still holding out hope. All right, well, I hope Chad lives a long life so you <laughs> don't have to go live that and be disappointed. I know, I know. I, Me too, me too. I mean, anyone from my hometown, please tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me some stories. Oh, that's – okay, so this is what I wanted to post in our – our Facebook group, or if you're not in our Facebook group, you don't want to be on Facebook, message us. I want to know the stories. And um, so I mentioned this on a Patreon that Sarah and I had to, that I messed up recording. So I was never able to post it for you guys. 
But I want to hear stories of someone that you had to cut off who was like Raquel and Sandoval, who did something so atrocious in your friend group or to you that you literally had to make a black and white cut line oh. in your friendship. That'd um, be a fun podcast to yeah. do. Yeah, so you guys write Read in. Read everyone's stories. You can do it anonymously or we can just say your first name or we can just say no name. Because I think it's it would be so interesting to hear and, you know, like if there was any time that there was a reconciliation or just to hear like what it was that like made you have to say, you know what, like I have to cut this person off. Like I, I have a few stories I could share. I know Sarah does. So it's, it'd be Wait, interesting. what do you mean? What did Chat tell you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Okay. So yeah. Oh wait. So then the very end or the preview after like the Ken Todd of it all, the preview is so disturbing. But then um, someone says, watch out Brock and Sandoval. Raquel's got a thing for taking men. Ooh. Foreshadowing. That's if you if you guys go on um, Instagram onto Bravo TV right now, they just posted like a preview already for next Wednesday, and it's Lala talking about the fact that Ken brings up this whole thing, and it's like literally wild. It's that's crazy. It's it's crazy. Of all people. Oh my gosh. Okay, can we just spend two minutes on watching what happens live? I know we covered most of it, but. Yes, There's and and then couple. I and then I have like a long-winded story that I need your guys' help with. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. So your queen Jacqueline was there. Yes, I loved that. I knew you'd be happy to see her. Yes. Um, I love that James said he was a gentleman because he poured out half of his beer before dumping the rest on Tom. Yeah, he's very thoughtful in that. That was. You know, maybe a full beer would be assault. Half a beer was just like a misdemeanor. Yeah, and and he put thought into it. That was like a thoughtful move. Yeah. Yeah. I loved James's feedback. James seems to be the only one that listened to the Howie podcast. Everyone else, Lala, Sheena, they're like, well, I've heard clips. It's like, just fucking watch it, people. Um, But he's like, oh, it's painful. It was like rock bottom. It's like a dark cave, literally. And he's like, I love Sandoval, like... I'm chain smoking and he like jeans and his like imitations were so fucking hilarious. Like he's imitating Sandoval shaking, like chain smoking. Yeah. Dressed all in black. I feel like Andy was very pleased with his, like his answers and his antics were like very entertaining. Like Andy gets a kick out of him and appreciates like that he puts out for the answers like that. It was good that James took a water shot because he was so spastic and high energy. It's like, hmm, are you on something? I think it was just his energy because that's James can be that way, right? Yeah. Or he took a huge bump. Well, but, and, uh, and then um, like in the beginning, he was really good. And then towards the end, like his like he got distracted a little bit and he's like, what was the question? And that, that pissed off Andy. It's like, you got to at least pay attention, bro. You know, but at, but at least he like, Andy wanted him to keep going with the phone chain story. And then at the end, Andy was like, Oh my God, I had such a good time tonight. This was such a great show. Like he loved it. Yeah. Well, it's great. It's it. Every watch what happens live 
everyone's been bringing it. And what happens is like that continues our fascination of Scandaval. It's like we're all foaming at the mouth to like hear more details. And like even hearing that chain of events of the phone calls that James made and like his reaction is like it feeds our soul. <laughs> yeah. And this episode was not a letdown from the last ones from Schwartz, from Sheena. And Raquel. No, like, no. You know. it keeps going. Like I'm so impressed. And this- everyone's bringing it. Yeah. I loved that he um, about the Sandoval cheating. He's like, no, it's not a shock. Of course, we've we've known Sandoval's cheated on Ariana for a fact. So is he talking Miami girl, or are there others? Yeah, I, I liked that, and and every it was just like kind of like it like hung in the air a little bit, and it was like ooh, you know, like rubbing our fingers, our hands together, like he he he, what's that? And then on the questions. It, when he's, he flubbed up, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just can't get past the Tom Sandoval and the most extras. You mean Tom Sandoval and the most embarrassments? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was some fun shade. I I'm also. Sure Jason was spiraling watching that. Jason oh, became- totally. Because it, it, the band has really been turned into like a mockery at this point. Like it's. It, like maybe well, it was cool. Like it'll be interesting to see how how it goes if the new laser lights help or if <laughs> they did that to themselves or jason single-handedly did did that he did it to us he did it to the the pump rules page by scolding us lecturing us it's just a tv show really jason does it feel like just a tv show right now because you're being made a mockery of and you know what when we went to that show we had respect for the band and we were trying to be respectful of the band we were cheering people we cheered you on jason we cheered the singer on um what's her fucking name whatever we call her out by name man um we were paying attention to the instrument players and cheering them it was just Sandoval when he would sing or come on or come near. That's when we did our thing. And, and you know it what? was, and you know what? Like, honestly, it was very minimal. And I, I, yeah. I, I don't think it was that, like, we could have been way worse. Oh, yeah, of course. But, you know, we have taste level. Yeah. Some tact. We didn't bring the bananas or the tomatoes. I mean, we couldn't have if we tried, but <laughs> we did it respectfully. But we also but- we also had a responsibility to Ariana in that moment and also to all of the fans of Vanderpump Rules who wanted us to, like, they couldn't be there. We were the representatives of the people. And the fact that they got mad at that is, like, kind of wild. Yeah. So I, I think... James took the high road too when he, he was kind of laughing about Sandoval and Raquel as a couple. He's like, you know what? I wish them luck. Go for it. You know? Yeah. Or, or then they, they, um, Andy was like, so what did you think about, you know, this rumor about Brock and Raquel? And he's like, I would throw up or I'd have to check into a health spa. Like that. <laughs> that was perfect. That was. And then he, when he imitated he he Sandoval, and he's like, God, and he's creepy. It was, like, priceless. He's like, Raquel. And he looked like a little, like, troll or Tasmanian devil. Like, he did the facials and everything, like, made Sandoval look like such a creep. Like, Raquel. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny. And then um, Andy's question, are you jealous of the money the cast is making selling merch off of Scandival. It's like, absolutely not, because I'm the top of the leaderboard on Cameo of all of them. 
That was hilarious. And such a funny answer. And he's paying attention too. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. It's only $99.99. What a steal. I mean, I have one. Yeah. From you. Or is it you from me? I can't remember now. Uh, oh, I think it was to me. I think it was to you now that I think about it. Yeah, I think it was. I got the alley. You got the, um, oh, and then we did Jenny and um, Jax's sister and brother-in-law. Yeah, and then we have Sherry. Sherry. And Sh- Sheena. Sheena, yeah. She- <laughs> Sheena, I-, I made her say. And so, we have free ones from Ariana. Yeah. <laughs> For Heather. Sheena, like, wasn't thrilled that I had her say that Rob's cabin <laughs> is her happy place or something. <laughs> but she did it. Yeah. She's a good sport. Yeah, that was when they were recently being priced. I mean, James isn't. That's fine. $99. Yeah. So that was that. What's your um, long story? Okay, I'm going to try to do it as fast as I can because I have to kind of like preface it. Otherwise, it's not going to make sense. So Ronnie, I had Ronnie's birthday party last Sunday, as in like this closest Sunday. And um, she invited her entire team, um, her like performance, her musical theater team to go watch a movie, Super Mario Brothers. And we did it at a mall. Wait, how was it? Because I was about to go see it. Uh, it's good. It's a little long, to be honest. Like Daisy, Daisy did sit through it, but like the, oh, it's kind of like know. it's a long game. It's a long. It's a, a journey they go on. Mm. It was good though. Like the princess. There's just no other movies out right now. I know Princess Peach is really cool. Like the girls really liked her, so that was cool. But okay, so anyways, um, so I'm having this party. My theme is on cloud nine. And so I had found, like, these cloud items and stuff to decorate the theater. Of course, like, I have to, I'm, like, type A, psycho, like, have to have everything organized. Um, And Daisy was going to come, and then obviously Ronnie, and then I had all, I bought everybody, like, a a towel from, I got, like, these, a deal on, like, a beach towel. Like, that was everyone's, like, goodie bag or whatever. So I rolled those onto the seats. So, like, when you came into the theater, there was, like, rolled towels, and then I had some little, like, um windmill things with clouds on it and then I had cupcakes whatever so um I did find these cloud this is where the problem begins I found these cloud beach balls and I had four of them now my thought was I would put them in the front row to like kind of make it look like pillowish and like continue my cloud theme but do um, you have the whole theater rented out yeah it, it was like it's like a little theater like a oh. like a small smaller theater yeah yeah. But it, but it was just us. So the day of, Chad is sick and he can't come. I have all of this stuff to haul, like tons of stuff to bring. Like even mm. just carrying the cupcakes on my own is like going to be a problem. So it, I was incredibly stressed while trying to manage Daisy, like, all, you know, everything. And they host people as they're coming in. Your mom couldn't help you? <laughs> Ronnie did not want my mom to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if diff diane heard that she would be oh so upset god. 
she was like she just didn't want my mom like judging you know what i mean like because if like wow. the kids were naughty or you know what she just wanted That's to sad. i know i know i know but if you know my mom like it's kind of true so i yeah. i understood where she was coming from so um the movie's fine the kids are like a little wild they make like a little bit of mess with like the popcorn and stuff so the party ends and another dad was helping me he like stepped in for chad so at the end um he was like everybody pick up your trash so literally we filled an entire trash can like there was nothing left but like maybe they had to sweep some popcorn Mm. and um some of the kids like spilled cupcakes and stuff on the ground so it was I would say it was like messy but we cleaned it up like the best we could so I move everybody outside because the kids were only and they're not the parents so we go outside of the theater into the mall area so we have now stepped out of the theater and we're in front of it in the mall And so the parents are picking people up. Well, all of a sudden, this lady comes up to me who works at the theater, and she's like, can I speak to Holly? So I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, no problem. And she's like, um, we're going to need those balls. Like, you can't play with those balls right here. Like, you need to either go outside or stop playing with the balls. And it was like some of the naughty boys were, like, throwing the, the beach balls around. So I said, okay, guys, like, no playing with the ball the balls are done. So they yeah. put the balls done. It's over and out. And she's like, there's just some guests that have expressed concern about that someone's going to get hit by a ball. So I was like, okay, no problem. Like, we won't use the ball. And she's like, and my staff told me that there's like cupcakes, like smushed into the carpet. You know, and I was like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I tried to pick up everything the best we can. Like, I can go back in there and clean. Like, I... Like oh my god! So I'm like freaking out. Like, is it carpet? Isn't it usually cement on the bottom? It's like it was like a you know like a a a carpet like a low profile carpet. You know like it it wipes up. So um, I'm like I'm so sorry. I'm like we cleaned up every bit of trash. Like we filled a whole trash can. Like I tried to leave it. Like I'm like, do you want me to go back in? Like I'm still I'm like standing there. She's like scolding me in front of all of my guests. You know. So she's like, no, I just, you know, I just was wondering what happened with the cupcakes. And I said, well, some of them fell. Like, I, like I don't. Like a food fight? Yes. Yeah. And, like, kind of, to be honest, like, they were, like, being a little, like, they, some of them, like, got the frosting and, like, stuck it on there. But, it, like, it wasn't out of control. They were, they're kids. Yeah. I've seen the theaters and after kids movie, and it's disgusting just in general, but. So anyways, then today I get a voicemail and an email saying that they want to have a conference call with me tomorrow regarding the beach balls. So I'm like literally. Wait, did you do like a security deposit or something? No, but it, but so so one of my friends is like, did you sign a, co- a contract? And I did. Um, and so I'm like, I like quickly pulled it up and it like there's there's a clause about like conduct. If anyone from my party you know, displays conduct that they deem is inappropriate or anyone gets hurt, then I'm on the hook for a fee that is, like, equal to what I paid for the theater. (laughs) So I'm like, even if if the worst-case scenario, one of the boys hit a guest with a beach ball, like, do you think someone got hurt? Like, I'm... It's a beach ball. I'm beside my... Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, Chad's like, don't even take the call. Are you insane? You know, like, he's... And I'm like, you weren't there. Like, this... Like, you're the reason that I'm even having this happen. So I'm like, so... I was so upset. I don't... Like, I'm like... I, 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 do you remember at the bachelorette party, the guys were playing football in the pool, and they actually smashed me, like Marsha Brady style, in the face? That was a football, and that was a huge dude that threw it. And even I didn't, like, 
the, yet they made the guys take the football out of the pool but that was it. I'm just wondering, like, do you think they're going to just scold me? And Chad's like, maybe it's just a call to review, like, if you were happy with everything and to remind you if you ever do this again, like, you can't bring a ball or something. But, like, I can't yeah, believe that. That sounds more serious than that. I like, don't know I... why they would waste anyone's time with a conference call. Right? Like, so Ooh. tomorrow at 11, you guys will find out, like, what the deal was. So Are I... you going to have, like genie on the call with you well if anything happens like i'll 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 just have to you say nothing yeah say nothing you listen and you say nothing yeah oh my god like i wish i wish someone else could say anything you say i let's reschedule this call with my attorney yeah that's what my yeah that's what my brother said too because i called my brother because he rents out like those duffy boats and he captains like and i'm like if has anyone ever you know been unruly like would you ever call them to like scold them or like are you like have you ever it's a child first of all it's like an eight-year-old child i'm sure right uh well like they're they're like the the boys were like more teenish like i think the oldest one was 12 you know what i mean like they're 11 and 12 years old okay they're children and it's a beach ball and we were outside of the theater like we i finished my theater time we came outside like i just i'm just beside myself so that that's not there's no liability there that's a public place i hope i hope so and like when she warned me i i stopped it you know what i mean like we spoke about it it was stopped like i don't know okay all i'm gonna say is do not apologize or counter be like oh no no no, i'm sorry sorry i'm not saying be rude because then that will piss them off but like don't say like well you know you're you work at a law firm just don't say anything that can be used against you. Oh don't, my ad- God. don't admit guilt or apologize. Well, well really. what, one of the moms suggested um, saying that I don't know where the balls came from, but I feel like that's not a good idea because I'm pretty sure they have a camera in the theater, so they probably yeah. could say that I brought that. So I don't want to. I don't want to lie. I just. Lie. I just yeah. don't want to get in trouble, and I, I feel lying I, will bite you in the ass. And I'll see. She can't be trusted. Yeah. 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 So, oh my God! So, like, I, I was when we were. Yeah, talking- but you know what? You brought him in there. I don't know. Every movie I'm in, the the people come in and do a security check twice, couple, they like during the movie. So, if they they had a problem with the balls, they could have taken them out when they did their security check. And they did. They came in multiple times and counted my guests, like everything. So, yeah. so I I don't know. So it it'll be a problem. They should have addressed it. So maybe she just wants to say it again and. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. Just don't give up too much trying to like be nice. Don't be don't be nice, but don't be rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. So you guys wish me luck tomorrow at eleven. <laughs> oh my god! Do you want me to join the call? Yes. Can you be me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I need like Julia. She would like be like what? No. <laughs> well, she could be your legal counsel. I'll chime yes. In. Yes. Oh my gosh. Go to lunch now. Um, yeah, well, you, you know, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to all of my problems and the episode. <laughs> and if, if it turns into a legal issue for Holly, we will answer all those details on the Patreon. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> In the AMA and I, and I really hope that like the person who is calling me at 11 doesn't listen to this podcast by some weird chance. That would be so embarrassing. <laughs> offer her a free patreon subscription yeah
for a month. Free intel. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you stuff we know that people don't. Yeah. Know. Yes. <laughs> We've got some secrets still. All okay. Right. We'll be yeah. back with that Patreon and more episodes. So stay tuned. Bye. Bye.